Listeners, and welcome once again to the final part of my discussion with Mr. Sam McClellan and Kelby Lenorman. The final hope. The final hope? <laughs> the final hope. Wait, does that make it chapter six or chapter three? I said chapter I think it, that makes both. it lame. Oh, fine. Oh. <laughs> the final hope. The final hope. What, what's, the what's, final chapter. What's lame? I like that better. The final chapter. I feel like Why final hope. Why are you putting hope. that much pressure on us? The final hope. No. You know? There's like one last hope and we're the final no, one. Gonna, we no, but succeed. people are going to expect us to do something now. <laughs> we're going to work out this little conundrum and more <laughs> <laughs> as we move further into costume uh, talk and all kinds of... Uh, shenanigans? Shenanigans. All right. Here we go. <laughs> What would be your number one tip to people beginning in the hobby? Um, don't worry about what your starting level is. Just start making stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of writers give the advice of just write, mm-hmm. just costume. <laughs> Seriously, nice. like just costume. Uh-huh. If all you can really do is work some magic with a sharpie yeah you work that sharpie right go for it right. yeah you know, like because everybody has a starting level mm-hmm. some people's starting levels are a little bit higher than others because mm-hmm. they just have that eye they just have that natural ability mm-hmm. and other people closet cosplay for a few years like sure. you know like i did and sure. um don't be ashamed of where you start just mm-hmm. keep moving forward and always think about what you've learned from the previous project and try to apply it to the next one. Mm. That'd be my advice. Mm. And I, I agree with that completely. You know, just it's about having fun. Like I said before, it's about having fun. What makes you happy? Uh, the only thing I would suggest, although I have a hard time doing this myself, is like a week. Hopefully, get the costume done a week before con. Yeah. That never. That happens. never. That, I, like to, to this day, I still have a hard time. I'm still the night before sewing mm. up and doing all sorts of things, but. If not a week before, at least a day before, yeah. and then take your costume, wear it around the house, and <laughs> just—I mean, just do—you don't have to do anything. You just walk around for like an hour, doing, you know, uh, <laughs> make yourself a sandwich or watch TV. <laughs> vacuum but the living vacuum room. the living room. But you need to try. You need to have see what is going on with your fabric and yeah. what is cutting cutting off circulation, yeah. what is uncomfortable, because right. then there's still time to kind of make those slight changes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I tell you, I did things last minute and then wore the first time out and then your your neck is being cut off, you're, you're, you're struggling for air. Yeah. Your uh, hand swells and you can't take off your mechanic arm. Yeah, that, uh, that happened to me. <laughs> uh, so, what, what costume was that? This yeah. was a steampunk, I mean... Uh, 
yeah. our first time doing a steampunk costume for mm-hmm. Labyrinth of Jareth Ball, mm-hmm. uh, which is a year. It's, it's a masquerade ball. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an annual. Oh, right. I've heard yeah, about it's this. based mm-hmm. off the David Bowie film. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so uh, for the first time, we did uh, steampunk characters, and I've always had this character. It was original character, uh, a demolitions expert that blew off his own arm. And oh. so I made, so I made, so I did, uh, you know, I made my vest, I mm-hmm. got my pants, my boots, and I'm actually wearing the hat. Nice. <laughs> it's kind of funny. A lot of costume parts kind of go into your own, you know, it's personal true. wear. Yeah. It's weird. Happened to me. But I'm wearing, wear. I'm wearing the hat that I wore for my steampunk mechanic, but I made a robotic arm and it's, it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm quite proud of it. And I made a steam pack, uh, you know. To, to, to power to the give arm. to give reason why mm-hmm. I have a steampunk arm because I have the steam pack that gives me power. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so I'm having a great time, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm dancing around. But towards the end of the night, I'm realizing I'm having a harder time moving my fingers. Mm-hmm. And at first, I think maybe it's cold out, maybe yeah. I'm just uh, or something else. Also, I was drinking a little bit, yeah, so yeah. I, I could be. Uh, who knows? But then we get out to the car. And I realized I, I can't take the arm off. Ooh. And it was hard enough putting it on, Ooh. but at least the night before I was able to take it off. I don't right. know what changed mm-hmm. from, because it's a two-night uh, It's a two-night event, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, that night, the second night, I could not take it off the life of me. And then for finally, like, it took about three people for me to finally you know, position my arm in the right position to where it could finally just slip off. Yeah. Uh-huh. But my hand was swollen about three times its Ooh. size. It reminded me of that scene in J.J. Abrams. Right, right, right. Where he's all like, "Good God, man, your hands!" <laughs> I was he's just like, thinking Whoa. that. Yeah, yeah and it's just <laughs> I and I I looked at it like, "Oh my, how did I not? Whoa! It's a, <laughs> it, it, that was a big hand, and it's just yeah. I really I haven't even worn it since because I'm I was afraid. afraid we were gonna have to amputate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, are and, we gonna have to go to the emergency room? And you know, and there's that thought process in the back of your head. I don't want to cut myself out of this oh. or break oh, yeah, it because you worked so hard to make it. Yeah, yeah. so I don't want to break this thing because I worked so hard to make it, but I gotta take it off at the same right. time. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm sure there's been other instances with other people in cosplay where at the end of the day you kind of just have to be cut out because something happened. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But luckily I was able to take it off. I haven't put it on yet again since then because Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit afraid of what will happen. You you tried to, you shaved it down. I shaved it, but that's the thing. I shaved it the night, uh, the second night. Oh, really? And and it swelled up more than the first night. So (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, that's my horror story of not trying something out beforehand yeah beforehand uh, also it always helps to carry around safety pins yes mm-hmm. with you at a Emergency convention or have have your have your handler hopefully have a handler I don't <laughs> know, uh and have them carry around safety pins uh duct tape velcro, uh, velcro double-sided uh, tape mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pasties for the ladies because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't want to slip some boobage that's not good for anybody but i say uh i've uh, safety pins have come in handy many times mm-hmm. so you know it's duct true. tape mm-hmm. yeah yep. been there mm-hmm. well <laughs> so definitely with the duct tape <clears throat> when i first wore greatest american hero um a costume that's always in perpetual upgrade because it's <laughs> a character near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. uh i wore it and i was so happy in the middle of the con floor halfway through the day um i noticed that because the the costume was constructed where it wasn't a, a boot with a spat which is what it should be it was a slipper with an entire kind of sock uh-huh. uh, glued over it and then the sock had piping on it to mimic a spat over a boot look uh-huh. it looked 
great. I mean, it really fooled right. you unless you were really staring hard. Anyway, point being is that the glue, which was uh, hot glue, mm. was starting to give. Mm. So midway, I'm starting to notice in some photos because I'm always looking at the photos on my camera. Going, mm -hmm. Ooh. Well, I've noticed that the sock is slipping up and you're seeing my black deck shoe oh. underneath. And I'm like, well, this isn't right. This isn't mm. right for Greatest American Hero. And I didn't even want anyone to photograph me. And I'm just <laughs> constantly trying to position my foot or behind my <laughs> foot or behind somebody. Yeah. So finally, I run to a booth. Um, it was a poster booth or something. It was where the guys were kind of nice to me about yeah. something. Because mm -hmm. I didn't really know anyone yet. This is an early Comic-Con for me. And I said, hey, this is a weird question, but do you guys have any duct tape? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And they gave it to me. And I re-duct taped the hell out of my sock. <laughs> and so I, to this day, it still has a big gouge of duct tape <laughs> in there. And But hey, it did the job. Mm -hmm. Right. The emergency fix. and uh, But it made me go, from now on, got to remember, you know, got exactly safety pins, yeah. a little fix-it kit, something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're yeah. lucky, your costume might have pouches and you can mm -hmm. hide that stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah low, right. But if you're wearing tights, where do you, where do you mm -hmm. put that stuff? It's, your shoe. Yeah. We, if we've, you can. Yeah. Put it in a Ziploc bag and roll it up. Put it in your boot if your boots are high enough. Mm -hmm. If your boots are high enough. There's and you got some room. And it's yeah. flat enough. Like, I know with your Captain Marvel boots, I mean, those things are like really yeah, on your legs. Yeah, yeah. I can just slip, you know, a little cash ID, mm -hmm. your room key, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, very tricky. Mm -hmm. You're right, very tricky. Depends on the boot, yeah. yeah. What do you feel is the most important thing you've learned doing this hobby? Be excellent to everyone. <laughs> and party on. And party on. Party on, Garth. Um, <laughs> well, I'm still learning. Yeah, like, of course. Well, with, you know, with, well, with, the, with like costume construction, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm learning all the time, mm -hmm. and I'm always happy to be around other people that can teach me anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I've learned so much from Kelly. Of like, course, uh, of course. And yeah. I'm just, I'm so thankful that I've met him. Like, when I was a kid, or... Well, just looking at his stuff, you know, I never in a million years thought I'd actually be around this guy because I would always, you know, fascinate myself mm -hmm. with his uh, Batman, his Captain Marvel, and his mm -hmm. Greatest American Heroes. And so I've learned so much from him, mm -hmm. uh, construction-wise, and just so still always learning. Uh, you never at, really stop learning. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're if you're doing it right, you never stop learning. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like costuming has more or less taught me to be just a better person, mm -hmm. you know, just accepting wise, uh, just because uh, everybody is doing this and everybody does it for fun mm -hmm. and everybody like, like we've just been talking about that everybody starts somewhere mm -hmm. and a lot of people are shyer than others or they're more confident than the others. But in the end, we're kind of all doing the same thing right. and just try and be nice, you know, give good compliments, you know, it never, uh, it never hurts to compliment someone at a convention about their work because mm -hmm. more or less they appreciate it. Yeah, mm -hmm. very true. So and, I, and, and you don't know if you're like only one of three people right, who know who they right. are, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you can make somebody's obscure. you can make somebody's day and mm -hmm. you didn't even know. Sure. Like I've always been so happy when people actually come up and go like great Ant-Man. Cuz yeah. actually Ant-Man doesn't get that much love. I so know, yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's always happy, especially when kids do it. It's actually mm -hmm. kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Since, oh, yeah. since the uh, Avengers uh Earth Minus Hero it's been better. Definitely helps. Because uh, when I first did it, you know, it wasn't out yet. So mm -hmm. still, hey, Bugman, how's it going? <laughs> I always consider it a win the few times I've had a little kid under the age of 12 actually call me Captain Marvel mm -hmm. and oh, not Shazam yeah. or The Flash or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess through costuming, I've kind of learned to um, be more of a feminist. That is an odd answer. Uh, yes, yeah. it is. And I, I realize that. But it's true. It's true. Um, through costume, I've sort of started to just realize uh, 
um, just the difference between uh, what society thinks of male nerds and female nerds. Sure. That was sure. kind of the gateway thing. Sure. And I wrote a few papers on it in college because I could. And, um, mm-hmm. and I guess through that, it kind of led me to more things about just being uh, appreciative of all women and supportive of all women. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so I know that's a weird answer and it's probably not the one that uh, anybody expected. But yeah, I feel like costuming has made me much more of a, of a feminist. And um, I've kind of, uh, one of the big reasons why I do costumes, I think, is because I'm trying to reach out to mm-hmm. a female audience, especially a young female audience, mm-hmm. and kind of help them realize that you can be a hero, too, and mm-hmm. don't you ever let anybody tell you that, oh, girls can't like gr- comics, girls can't like Star Trek, girls don't like swords, you know? I, I hear you, um, and I and I agree. I think it's great. We, we live in the brand new world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, c- coming from the old school, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, Kevin says, playing old man Mitch here, uh, <laughs> You know, the the thing I found is when I was first getting into comics and, and conventions, it's not that there weren't girls that, that liked it, but there were far fewer of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really was a very male-dominated thing. Yes. And in a certain way, we did bemoan, oh, it's too bad more girls don't like this. But in another way, secretly, I think we liked the fact it was sort of our boys' little right. clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And now that we live in this new day and age, thanks to the internet and the new influx of movies and Joss Whedon mm-hmm. and the uh, Whedon, the, the Whedon, Whedon. <laughs> uh, amongst all kinds Lord of other Whedon. things. Um, now there's the king of the nerds. There he is. Aha, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Joss Whedon, king of the nerds. Uh, there's a, there's been such an influx of females in fandom, and this is both good and bad. I would think that on a certain level, it's great for guys who um, you know were, were too shy to ask a girl out before. Now you've got a natural thing in common. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, you're right, and I and I imagine on certain levels there is sections of fandom or a perception that still wants to. I'm not going to say exclude women. But almost goes like, but do you really like this? Yes. It's Always like, questioning. It's like yeah. female fans have to somehow justify mm-hmm. their fan their uh, fandoms. Mm-hmm. And whereas male fans, it's just assumed like, oh, mm-hmm. you like this. Right. But with girl, I, I know a lot of girls who get questioned on their credibility, quote right. unquote. Like, oh, have you... So have you, like my friend Tallest Silver, she does a really great Power Girl, Mm -hmm. and she gets a few questions every now and then of like, oh, so have you read every issue of Power Girl? Mm -hmm. And my favorite response of hers is, well, no, not really, but have you? (laughs) (laughs) And most of the time they're like, no. Right. It's like, all right then. You know, like, no, no nerd should ever, and I use nerd as uh, affectionately as possible, sure. no nerd should ever have to justify their level of fandom. Mm-hmm. Have you seen every episode of Doctor Who? Cool. You haven't? Okay. Mm-hmm. You only like the Batman movies, you don't really like the comics? Whatever, that's groovy. You know, it's right. like everybody has their level of fandom, but right. nobody should have to justify it, justify it mm-hmm. or feel like they are less legit than the guy who's got like... 50 statues of Batman mm-hmm. in his house, you know? Yeah. Like, a nerd is a nerd is a nerd, and we all just need to love each other. Mm-hmm. That goes to, you know, the big golden rule again. Mm-hmm. Don't be a douchebag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, yeah, yeah. and But I, th- I think it's there because of these holdover perceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would agree with that as well. And I think we're getting to the point where a lot more people are more accepting of the differences True. in, in uh, nerd culture as sure. far as, like, what is liked by other people. and. Mm-hmm. So if we just keep 
moving in that direction, I think eventually we'll all just live in happy geek harmony (laughs) eventually. I think it comes uh, comes from, you know, always as kids, at least I I know personally, I I was excluded a lot from certain parties because, you know, I I like different things than other people. Mm -hmm. And so as we get older, it's more like, okay, this is my thing now. I got to fight anybody who wants to come in mm-hmm. to my thing because you didn't let me into your thing right so. it's it's it it's starts, not good it's not good at no. all with anything yeah it starts off as being like a, a, a defense mechanism yeah. and then ends up being a habit yeah. is kind of what uh what i have experienced with with that sort of thing do you feel mm-hmm. this is more common with like an age thing like the older fans have this as opposed to like people who are younger who would be more just oh this is how it is versus you know somebody who would be you know 30 40 plus who was used to the old days i'm mm. that's where part of my thinking is but it almost it almost does just sort of sound like that might not really be the restriction i it sounds like a lot of guys at any age can can throw the you know, the, the credibility meter. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still feel like it's still very predominant in today's yeah. culture mm-hmm. and our comic culture. Everybody's trying to fight for something that they believe that they're more of a fan of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It <laughs> I'm more true. I'm more of a fan of Firefly than you. No, I'm more of a fan of Firefly <laughs> than I know you. how to enjoy it right. <laughs> I have the brown coat symbol tattooed on my left buttocks. Mm, how well, big of a Firefly fan are you? <laughs> well, I have... I'm a brown coat on my chest. <laughs> Your name? Alan Tudyk signed my breast. Wow. <laughs> Not really. That didn't actually happen. But um, no, everybody, everybody's always trying to be the bigger fan. The, there's always gonna be yeah. haters. Yeah. You know, there's always gonna be the one uppers, the haters, yeah. the trolls. The, yeah. And that's true for any fandom. You know, right. there's baseball fans who are mm-hmm. like, sure, sure. I'm a bigger Dodgers fan than you are. Sure. No, mm-hmm. I am. Sure, sure. Yeah. Girls can't like baseball. Mm. You know, that's just kind of... It kind of goes, who's a bigger fan? The guy who's at the stadium or the guy who's at the stadium with the painted colors on his face, right. shirtless, with the with the team logo right. going, what? And the, and the answer is, they're both equally fans. Mm-hmm. But, you know. One takes it to a more extreme. Right, probably. one expresses their love of the mm. fandom in a different way. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily, I'm the bigger fan, it's I like to express my love this way mm-hmm. and you like to express your love that way mm-hmm. that's what it really is and um yeah i don't know if it's a generational thing per se i, I don't think, know if it'll ever if it'll stop no mm-hmm. i don't think it'll ever stop mm-hmm. either i think it might get better over time when yeah. it becomes more of a norm mm-hmm. um i'd like to think mm-hmm. yeah but there's always going to be like that one guy no yeah you there's know. always the one guy right <laughs> but that's just i hate that guy <laughs> nobody likes that who invites, <laughs> who invites that, guy? that guy he somehow <laughs> always finds a way into the party <laughs> whatever mm. i didn't put his name on the list mm. that's... Yeah. <laughs> well I, what is it i talked to nicole and courtney who i don't know if you know i don't, I don't know i keep forgetting how much you guys are nicole into doctor who templar or... or no no uh yeah not her oh, okay. um Oh wait, Nikki, uh, Wasp or no? no? I should talk to her on mm-hmm. this too. Actually, um, isn't that Ricky? Oh, yeah, Ricky. Ricky. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm saying Nikki. No, you probably know her. These are more Who people. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're and, still new to the Who fandom. Mm-hmm. So their whole point has been because uh, they, they they talk on about this. There's a whole bunch of blogging they do, which covers a lot of these points. And uh, one of the things they actually said was this is part of the reason why you see such an upsurge, especially in Doctor Who. 
of girls not only costuming, but this whole trend of uh, feminizing a doctor mm -hmm. and doing the femme doctor, the femme tardis, the femme Dalek, yeah. whatever, the genderizing of these things, whether it's a girl wearing the guy's costume or literally translating it to a feminine version of the mm -hmm. character mm -hmm. because it's them trying to own the fandom and say, this is ours too. Yeah. And okay, this is a show about mainly about this guy who's the protagonist and he's a guy. We don't care. We love it too, so right. we're going to make him a woman. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to be regulated to the companion. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and that's every fan's right to do that. And one of the things I think I like personally about the Doctor Who fandom is that, it, as far as my experiences have mm -hmm. are concerned, it's all been very positive mm -hmm. and everybody's very, chill. very welcoming yeah. and very cool and understanding. Oh, yeah. and at, least, like, at least in the Gallifrey circles that yeah, the we Gallifrey traveled. One, and yeah. Everybody's very cool, everybody's very chill. super nice and like, mm -hmm. oh, you're new to Who? That's awesome. Welcome. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in person, Who fans are generally very good. <laughs> yeah. I, have not, I have not been on the boards. Yeah. Yeah, if you're on yeah. the boards, you can still run into the bad eggs. But <laughs> it's generally a very, a very cool thing. But, but also just uh, the role of women within the show mm -hmm. seems to have always been a very positive, uh, powerful thing and uh, I like that about it. Well, you can argue that back in the old days they were, you know, what is it, uh, the typical damsel in distress, mm -hmm. which sometimes they were. I mean, it, mm -hmm. is, is, was, is what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, other times, yeah, I, I think they didn't give them enough credit that they were trying to, you know, come up with some strong female characters back mm -hmm. in the day. And it's easy to lump it all like, all they did was scream. And I'm right. like, well, you know, people say, and people say things like that about like Lieutenant Ahura or whatever. Mm -hmm. She was just there mm -hmm. to be the token chick on the mm -hmm. ship. And it's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Lieutenant Ahura was pretty awesome i think mm. she knifed a dude once yeah. <laughs> or you know attempted to knife a dude right so um i was gonna ask you a little bit uh how was your experience uh playing robin the boy wonder uh you know with oh scott? With, with scott actually it was really fun i always have a blast with scott mm -hmm. and doing robin um pretty much everybody was very nice uh you know, it's not not the most comfortable thing to wear, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you demand a little respect. I mean, especially when you got, I think if I was just, Ro I, like, I could never do just Robin, but mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of guys who do just Robin, mm -hmm. or not, not saying just Robin, like he's But Robin, Robin. flying solo. Yeah, Robin flying, flying solo. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I could ever do that. I love doing it with Scott and with Batman. I love doing the whole, you know, holy <laughs> Insert holy, phrase. Holy, holy handbag, Batman! Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it was, it was, it's always it's always a lot of fun uh, messing around with Scott, and um, you know everybody gets a kick out of it because there's that you can be campy. I mean that, that that's right, where right. the camp came from. Right. You know, uh, Adam West. You can be campy. You can have fun with it. Mm -hmm. It's not all. You know, I've never seen. Uh, Scott with a frown while being Batman because yeah. he's Adam West Batman. He's, right. he's, he's happy, fun time Batman. Mm -hmm. So it's always a great time. He's groovy Batman. Yeah. Groovy Batman, yeah. you know? The ladies Batman, really. Nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. with the Batusi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there, there's, there's something about the design of those costumes with those colors mm -hmm. that even if a kid hasn't seen the Adam West show, mm -hmm. it's so inviting. Mm -hmm. And they, they want to run right up to you. And I'm sure you experienced mm -hmm. it. And yet, when I see other guys, and Scott said this too, when you do the Keaton or the Bale Batman, mm -hmm. it's a different vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. kids are maybe older fans are cool with it and they can see it, but little kids are right. just intimidated. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because you have that kind of uh, that blue in, mm -hmm. uh, at least with Batman, you have the blue in the cowl and a little of the off purplish yeah. blue yeah. in mm -hmm. the tights. And it's very, all very happy, upbeat kind of coloring, yes. especially with Robin with oh, the yeah. red. Mm -hmm. 
and the uh, green. Kind of cartoonish in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Cartoon come to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Something about those primary colors that just when they when you, when they pop, mm-hmm. they, it, yeah. it just it it just brings out the childhood in so many fans and little kids still respond to it, mm-hmm. which is so funny. Like even if as I said, even if they don't know who I am when I'm Captain Marvel because of those colors, mm-hmm. they still are just like oh wow cool. I meant to ask you a little about your Spider-Man because I know we didn't get into what the components are with that. I mean, mm. you're going for like classic comic book Spider-Man. Pretty classic uh, comic Spider-Man. I didn't really go for any specific artist. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just what was available. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I would never try to make my own Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I say that now just knowing that I could, I most likely make myself a suit, a red, mm-hmm. a plain spandex suit. Mm-hmm. I'm still not anywhere near the uh, skill, skill level. level I would need to make a full Spider-Man suit. I'd like, I maybe would like to try one of these days. I'm actually interested in the Amazing Spider-Man costume, as mm-hmm. complicated as it is. I probably will be like 20 years from now. I probably are, still. Are you the Nick Hammond or 20 years? No, no uh, the uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, oh, the, the, the newest one. The newest one. Oh yeah, yeah. The that, that Soleil, one. It's Ooh. a Cirque du Soleil suit. They made that. I mean, oh, man, so. Wow. I, I have no idea. I still yeah. people today. I've been on a couple of forums where people are still trying to figure it out and mm-hmm. still wow. having a hard time. Yeah. And our buddy Terrence, he got an amazing yeah. Spider-Man suit, but it was screen printed yeah, screen like print. yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get mine. I got mine screen printed from this uh, guy who makes them in Australia. Uh, you can find them. Uh, it's under Spidey for Fun. Mm-hmm. He sells Spidey for Fun suits. Doesn't Not sell Spider-Man, Spider-Man suits. Um, for copyright reasons. Right. <laughs> but because uh, Spider-Man is owned by Marvel and mm. by other companies. And so he does not, you know, work with any of the, but, but, you know, you know, the spiel. Mm-hmm. But I get my suits from him because I love his work. Mm-hmm. You can tell the detail that goes into it. Mm-hmm. He has the science down to do screen printing. Mm-hmm. I think I could probably sew up my own screen printed suit. Mm-hmm. But he's already got down to a, to a science mm-hmm. that I might as well just let him do it. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I get my suits from him. Mm-hmm. I love it to death. And like I said, it fits like a glove. I get, I send him my measurements, and I just love the interaction that we get. Cause I, I, I tried throwing a little bit of, you know, make the spider a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Want the eyes to kind of look. I did have. Uh, recently, they came out with uh, Spider-Man: Shattered Dimensions, a video game for Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I just, I really loved the comic look that they gave to it. Mm-hmm. And so I sent him that picture. I said, "Can we get the eyes to kind of match that?" And he goes, "Yeah." And so he was able to do mm-hmm. the eyes, and how do, it looks how do you great. See out of them, Actually, it's a uh, made. Uh, it's like a. It's like a wire mesh. Okay. And uh, Prince, you know, you can see. You can't see inside, but you can see outside. Mm-hmm. It kind of. It's like looking through multiple layers of like a chain link fence. Oh sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, like a screen door yeah screen door type Mm -hmm. of thing so you can you can't see in but you can see out Mm -hmm. and pretty much uh, there's really not a lot of science that goes into it I mean it's got a underarm zipper type Mm -hmm. of thing where it zips from underarm to underarm Mm -hmm. Uh, like some people do the zip up the back but I've never really liked that because Mm -hmm. you get thrown off by the zipper right in the mm-hmm. middle of the, the spider mm-hmm. on the on the back. Also, I feel like it makes it lay mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. It makes it uh, more, uh, it lays more close to the skin sure. if it goes in this U shape. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Um, and the shoes are built into the actual suit. They're nice. actually aqua shoes nice. that you would wear in a pool or something like gotcha. that. Uh-huh. Uh, very comfortable. You know, I could do all sorts of jumps and flips if I could 
I can do I can do a good cartwheel and I do my my spider poses. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to be very limber. I have to like before a con stretch up. up. I got to stretch up because uh-huh. you know I'm gonna be on my knees most of the day. Right. Uh, but I can't do flips whatsoever. I'm not sure if I'd want to because I'd be scared. Like uh, in my suit, I am scared of to touch anything because I want this to last me forever, right. which probably won't. But right. I'm gonna try my hardest to make it last. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just I love it to death. Um, <laughs> And people tend to like me in it too, so yeah. I know. As it he said, looks good. You mm-hmm. look fab. I it see this is part of the whole dieting thing. Like I don't know if I'll ever get to a body type where I will feel comfortable wearing because <laughs> one day I would love to do a Spider Man, but of course I want to do mm-hmm. Nick Hammond mm-hmm. um, or failing Nick Hammond at least a John Romita, mm-hmm. you know, because that was that was my Spidey, and mm-hmm. I just go like, man, it'd be cool to do it, but oh, those tights are so unforgiving. Like I just yeah. I just cringe at doing Leaves it. Nothing mm-hmm. to the imagination, um, which but, is why, uh, gentlemen. We stress a dance belt. Oh yes, dance belts are dance very, belts are very, very important. There are still like guys out there. Yeah, yeah, there are still guys out there that haven't discovered the dance belt. I at first didn't uh, uh, discover the dance belt, but I at least understood the idea of a cup. Yes, like same I, here. I never just went full on just you know just me hanging out there. I, <laughs> I had something between me and the costume. Yes, mm-hmm. which you need. Yeah. Even and it's got to be better than just briefs. You've got to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You've got to have either a cup, but those aren't as comfortable. Yeah. A dance belt's ideal. They're uh-huh. meant for it. They saved me so many times on Greatest American Hero and Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> for people who don't know what we're talking about, it's essentially like a... Um, it's kind of a male thong. In a kind way. of a male yeah, thong, it's a thong. But Dep- it turns you kind of in a, into a Ken doll, basically. Yes. So you're yeah. not, flattens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Compacts and flattens things. Yes. So mm-hmm. Rounds out... Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. you are not uh, yeah. you're not uh, being obscene mm-hmm. uh, in your tights. The ladies appreciate a dance belt, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they really do. Yes. So. Well, your tail kept on. Oh, the undone. first time I wore yeah. Squirrel Girl, my tail it we didn't realize how heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't realize how heavy the tail was going to be, so it just kept snapping off. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's attached to the leotard, mm-hmm. and then we put snaps in the tail itself, and it would snap to the green bodysuit. Mm-hmm. But the weight of the tail just kept unsnapping it. And mm-hmm. so I'd be in the middle of taking pictures, and then I'd come unsnapped. <laughs> and it was... And then your tail would do this whole, like, boing, boing, wave around like that, and it'd, like, kind of throw me off balance when I walked. <laughs> and then some lady was nice enough to safety pin me <laughs> into my tail, and it didn't move for the rest of the con. <laughs> and oh, bless that lady. <laughs> Patron saint of... of Safety pins. That but woman. It's, a, it's actually funny. That was the first time we came in contact with an actual booth that was designated as a costume repair, repair station. Oh, uh, yeah. this was at Wizard World. Ana- Wizard World Anaheim. Wizard uh-huh. World Anaheim, uh-huh. and it made me think that should be more of a thing nowadays at conventions. Because mm-hmm. uh, when we, she had, uh, I don't even know she had a tip jar, but we gave her like two bucks yeah. because you know. Well, I think we tipped her more than that. I think oh, we mm-hmm. tipped her five. Okay. Oh well. But, I, yeah. I forget. We tipped her good. But anyways, she was a nice lady. I stress this out to anybody who's listening, or if, if this even makes it to the podcast, that somebody out there should like start doing more costume repair stations or mm-hmm. something, because there are there are people in costumes at conventions that need. Just that one safety pin, that one mm-hmm. spool of thread yeah. to sew something up. That or one that person one who has invisible of, nylon. Or that yeah. one, or hot glue. Hot glue will go oh, a mile. Yeah. Uh, 
Fabric tag. Fabric tag, yeah. I, I think the the only issue with something like this, I'd say bigger cons like Comic Con and stuff, is simply just getting the space. Like, sure. oh, it yeah. costs a lot to get a table there. <clears throat> yes. And we're working out something where maybe you can be near the volunteer booth or something. And just, mm-hmm. just getting the space where you could have that stuff and making it known mm-hmm. is something that big. I mean, Big Wow would be easy. Yeah. And I will tell you, actually, the good news is uh, if you ever plan to go to Gallifrey One, there is a costume repair station there. It's yep. part of our cosplay hall. I've, uh, I've been working with. Um, Oh my god, I forget the name. It's like the Costumers Guild, mm-hmm. uh, and they do it. They've been doing it every year for the last three years, and we're you know we're gonna have it yeah. there again. And it it helped me mm-hmm. when my pants were uh, fraying, and they said, "Oh hey," and like I actually missed it, and they said, "We better hem that up for you." And they gave me a quick hem, mm-hmm. five minute hem, and I'm like, "Hey, thanks." And now my, my pants look good again. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know they they are there, mm-hmm. you know. So we're we're one step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's funny you mentioned the Spider Man story. You know, when I was a little kid. Uh, I was about 10 years old, late 80s. I went to one of my first comic book conventions, and uh, it was at some hotel, I don't know, in the suburbs of Minnesota. And I was buying my comics and stuff, and they had a guy dressed as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He looked more like the Nick Hammond Spider-Man, of course. I think it was mm-hmm. one of those old Eves Brooks suits. Mm-hmm. And But he looked great. And he was in shape, and he was he was being really funny, too. He had that yeah. good snarkiness about him. <laughs> but I remember as a kid, I was just old enough where I was kind of questioning it, going, like, is that really Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> and I actually remember coming up to him, and he had, like, web shooters and stuff. He's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm just like, if you're really Spider-Man, where are you from? And he's like, I'm from New York City. I'm like, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and he posed. I think I think we took a photo, and he shook my hand. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it was and you're right it made it made my day mm-hmm. it totally made my day now, i love those questions because i do get those a lot yeah. you know where are you from who's your wife when i still had a wife uh-huh. yeah, uh, i know not anymore uh, who's my boss or what do i do for a living you know mm-hmm. those, those are great those are great questions you know where are my web sh- but you know then then when you are asked to start jumping or stick to walls and swing yeah. things yeah. you're like oh yeah. You know what? I'm just tired today. Right. You know? yeah. Or you know, I got I got in trouble earlier mm-hmm. by yeah. the con. They told me I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can get away with it. But at the same time, you, you get that look on their face, like, "Oh, I wanted to see you jump and and, <laughs> right. and you want to do it for yeah. them too. That's, you want to deliver. That's yeah, the hard I know. part. I know. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> the kids, man. Mm-hmm. I often debate if there's a way to fake it, like the Japanese Spider-Man did with all these cool hooks and harnesses that look mm-hmm. great. Yeah. If you're looking at it from the right angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really fools you from the right angle. Mm-hmm. And I go like, is there a way to do that where I fool a kid? And then you go, yeah, but then I probably die. Yeah. <laughs> falling off. But, uh, yeah. Tear uh, the wall down or something. Totally. As bad as it uh, sounds, I am interested to see the Spider-Man musical. Oh, to just yeah. see how yeah. they to see how they do that. Right. Uh, I've, I've heard the horror story. But as a fan of something, you kind of have to go with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As bad as it is. I mean, yeah. I know Star Trek fans who... Still, I mean, you know, acknowledge you know, a lot of the movies that are terrible. Um, you know, the first movie or... or the uh, first movie, I kind of did. I, yeah. I know it's not popular, yeah. but I kind of right. like the first movie. Or the, the whale... Uh, uh, the, oh, Voyage Home. Home. Was it Voyage Home? Voyage Home. Voyage Home, yeah, yeah. I thought uh-huh. the unpopular one was Five, Final Frontier. Uh-huh. That one too, yeah, That's I think. pretty... But anyways, yeah. It's pretty bad. As bad as as bad as those, you have to acknowledge it. You have to experience it to be a fan of right. something. So sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how long it's going to run. It's still running now. I don't uh-huh. know if I'll be able to get out well, there. Well, it's going to have to run a while to break <laughs> Make back even. the money, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, yeah. Mm. H- have you watched the Japanese Spider-Man? Uh, I've seen have I, it? No, I've seen clips. Uh, no, it's the one where he's got a Megazord. And yeah, he's got no, a, I thought we had it on bootleg. Mm-mm. Oh. And he's got the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and he fights sort of, it looks like a like a Japanese version of Doctor Doom. In oh, a way. Lord Dread, yeah. Yeah, Lord yeah. Dread. 
Um, um, well, you know, remind me next time we meet for uh, Zygon stuff. I've yes. got the set right up there. I can oh. make you a copy. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> it's sitting next to my Quatermass and time stuff <laughs> over there. So. Um, anyway, FYI, because it's, yeah, it's, okay, look, you can't understand anything because it's meant for Japanese right. market. Mm-hmm. And it's got it's, subtitles. No. Oh, no. no subtitles? No subtitles. I thought, oh, the one I well, saw. Maybe had... the ones you do, but yeah. mine came right off a Japanese set. So <laughs> great quality, but you got to figure out what's going on. Yeah. But just for the spidey action, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm happy. <laughs> I get to see Spider-Man in 1978 just, just leaping around and kicking butt. Like, yeah. you know. uh, it's always fun to kind of see those that stuff uh, when back when Marvel was like giving their stuff to anybody that's yeah. willing yeah. to do something with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had the Mark Hamill, they had the Lou Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, uh, you know, in the 90s, Captain Mark. America... Or, oh, sorry, not Mark Nick Hamill. Nick Hamill. Nick Hamill. I, I'm, my name's... It's like Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, what? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but, you know, the 90s Captain America, or even the... Oh, the, 90s Captain America. The 80s? Seven, uh, Death what? Too Soon Captain America? 79. 79. Okay. Um, yeah, those Captain Red Americas. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. Oh, but when it was all you had, you're like... Yeah. <laughs> you're grasping at it. <laughs> and then you're... Uh, uh, David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. We, we have a theory that uh, Nick Fury back in the day was probably modeled on Robert Culp. That if you could take a young Robert Culp and make him a classic 60s Nick Fury, he probably would have rocked. I could see it. I could see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. A little gray to the temples. Uh-huh. I, think, yeah, I think you're there. <laughs> now that's our theory, and we're sticking to kind of like the Fred McMurray Captain Marvel thing. So. <laughs> so. Oh, sure. Well, what's coming up on your plate costume-wise, then? That, that's a thing. I'm not too sure. Yeah, for Gallifrey, uh, I don't... I think, I think for, for Gallifrey, I have to do a well, female uh, uh, Eccleston. Wow. Because Valerie wants mm. to, to do that's something. That's right, that's right. And Terry's doing the femme perfume. Yeah, so I think I'm getting... A, I've got a, a coat that mm-hmm. works that mm-hmm. I borrowed from my mother, but I need to get all the other stuff together, mm-hmm. too. And it's weird, costume-wise. I mean, uh... I don't know how it's going to be portrayed, uh, but uh, I want to do Marty, Marty McFly oh, for just for fun. Because yeah. he I did re- Mal last year. I did Mal last year, and everybody was had a really fun time with it. I've always wanted to do a Marty McFly because nice. I I, Back to the Future is my hands-down best movie I've ever seen in my entire it, it life. It is a fantastic mm-hmm. film, of course. Yeah, trust mm-hmm. me, I, I lived that. I lived through it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> did, did you see on the RPF they ID'd his vest finally? I did not. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, oh, big we've been, news. We've been hunting that vest. It's, uh, it's mm. a, called a Class 5, I think, or Class C. I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. But no, mm. look it up oh, on, yeah. on the thing. Yeah, they've mm. ID'd it, and it's a California brand and everything. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. All right. Well, I know, I know I'm not going to get the screen-accurate coat that thing has been out of uh, stock the guess yeah, yeah the yeah. guess has been out for a year i don't even i think they like maybe made three from what i understand because <laughs> no one seems to be able to get it right um but uh you know i'll just i'll probably have just a regular jean jacket you know and that's probably one of the things i wish i could go full screen accurate right. but more or less it's going to be jeans i find at a thrift right. store jean jacket i'm going to find hopefully i can try to find the the vest because mm-hmm. that i mean that's the outside yeah so yeah. that that's what you kind of have to try to go for but, uh, no, I want to do Marty McFly for Gallifrey, and then we're in talks. I'm in this weird area right now where I'm fascinated by puppets, mm. <laughs> and so I'm going to be trying to make a David Tennant puppet. Interesting. You know, like, yeah, a, like, like a, a Muppet-style, Muppet. you know, mm-hmm. hands, you know, Kelby's going to be one gonna be side one of the hand, hand. I'm going to yeah. be on one side, and just kind of travel Gallifrey. That'd be fun. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be fun. Or, or maybe a Matt Smith puppet, who knows? Uh, yeah. I, well, I feel maybe like, we'll do two. Yeah. Mm. Oh, all right, should be neat. And then, like, for WonderCon, I'm not too sure what... 
I want to do, I want to upgrade my Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And since with the whole movie now finally being made, being made mm-hmm. uh, and getting its release date in 2015, but whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want to show more love for the Ant-Man. I'm probably mm-hmm. going to do more. I, I want to still do classic uh, comic book version Ant-Man, but it's more like first appearance uh, where it still sort of looks like a Earth Mightiest Heroes mm-hmm. Ant-Man, but it's a uh, Black Gloves. Because originally, I mean, originally the color was was black and red because mm-hmm. black and red ants. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Spider-Man's original color was black and red. Mm-hmm. But because of the printing uh, and the shading, you know, it got misconstrued as blue. Mm-hmm. So I want to do classic black and uh, black gloves and black boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kelby's going to try to help me out with the helmet. Mm. Uh, oh, actually yeah, cause, sculpting. Because I sculpt now. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so I want to do an upgraded version of Ant-Man. And then... I don't know if this will happen one or con. I also want to do. I'm I'm on a big Ant Man kick. I also want to do a Scott Lang Ant Man hmm. because I feel like that costume would be the best translation to film. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen. I did. I unfortunately didn't see any of the footage from Comic Con. Mm-hmm. There yeah, was like it was this Hall H. So yeah, Hall H. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll get in there. Forget about it. So I don't know what uh, the costume looked like in that, and who knows if that will even be the costume mm-hmm. that they go with. So, and I, I've always had a little love for Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel bad that no incarnation of Ant-Man had black hair. Mm-hmm. I feel, oh, I feel, I and I, he's always been a blonde. You know, you got your Hank Pym, you got your Scott Langs, and then you have your red-headed Ant-Man. It's like the newest incarnation of Ant-Man. And also, uh, mm-hmm. an, yeah, our friend, a friend of ours named Elise, she wants to do stature. So mm-hmm. if, if he does Scott Lang, then mm-hmm. she can finally cool. get her stature on. Cool. She's really ex- excited about that. So that that's sort of in the works. I also have this, uh, a lot of things just in the back. Who knows what will yeah, actually right? be done <laughs> yeah, I know. for WonderCon. There's like that list. You know? That yeah. list of stuff. Yeah. I also want to do this, uh, something I saw. That's another thing that's happening more more in costuming. People are using like uh, fan-made pictures. Oh yeah, fan art. Fan oh, art. Yeah, yeah. And make coming making those come to life. Mm-hmm. I saw this really cool fan art of Spider-Man as a steampunk character. Oh neat. Where he had like a, a you know a red. I forget what it's called. Like a like the under uh, underwear. Mm-hmm. I forget uh, Western underwear. You know, the onesie. The, the, yeah, the long underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah the long, long John. Un, yeah, long John. And he had glasses on. He had like the steam-powered web shooter that I just I love the artwork so much and kind of want to do that. Uh-huh. And, and just something different. Something sure. that that no one's seen before or haven't, haven't done before. Mm, and, sure. that, you know, that's what you always kind of want to try to do sometimes. Push the boundaries. Yeah, push the boundaries. Mm. Um, forget. I, <laughs> I mean, besides the uh, femme uh, Eccleston for Gallifrey... Uh, I do want to continue to upgrade my Merida, mm-hmm. um, so that means uh, getting a bow, getting a better undershirt mm-hmm. for the dress, and um, I uh, bought um, I bought one of the bears. You know her. Not to, sorry to spoil the movie, but mm-hmm. the triplets that get turned into into bears, and mm-hmm. and so I've got one bear, so mm-hmm. I need to go get two more. And <laughs> I thought that'd be fun to kind of mm-hmm. incorporate them, sure. and then. There's all this really awesome fan art of Merida that I keep finding of her in di- just different like outfits. Like there's a more rough and tumble kind of boyish outfit where mm-hmm. with her uh, clan's uh, you know plaid pattern mm-hmm. and she's got like these cute little bloomer pants and mm-hmm. and then there's another one another outfit I saw of a more like steampunk mm-hmm. Merida and then there's even uh, Disney princesses as 
the doctors mm. that's a recent fan art i found too and cool. so like now i'm just like i want to make all the meridas <laughs> all the meridas it'd be funny that's what's kind of fun nowadays with cosplay you know you can take those fan-made costumes or even like like you said before with uh femming up the, doctor. uh, the doctors you know you can take that and you know make it your own totally. or, and it's really just fascinating the things that come out of the wet works that people mm. are able to create yeah. and um mm. And, you know, fan and the fact art. that we can actually do it, yeah, and people will say, "Hey, that's cool." Yeah, or or the art, maybe the yeah. artist is walking around. They're like, "Oh, that's my art," you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you know, upgrading, doing all the meritas and upgrading my initial merita is a big mm -hmm. plan. Um, oh man, there's so many things on my list that <laughs> that sometimes I'm like, oh, I could, and then I kind of put it away. I still technically have to do a not have to, I want to mm -hmm. do a young Macintosh, which if yes. you've seen the movie Brave, no, it's he's one of the suitors for Merida. I feel like it's the only one that I could really portray. Okay, so, so he's the dark haired, one? dark haired yeah, one yeah. with the uh, you know he's got you know he's a little more muscular than yeah, the other one. And he's got the the blue paint on mm -hmm. his arm. Right. But I, I started. I have the material, the perfect material. It's, oh, I we found, hunted for that man. It was I found fun. the perfect material. I got my sword. I made my pouches. I gotta make the the thing that's kind of stopping me is the boots. I've never really made boots before. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting started with them. I mm -hmm. know it's something I want to try. Mm -hmm. I want to try my hand out. And since these are Renaissance-type boots... Mm -hmm. Well, even if they before Renaissance, yeah, this well, is Dark Ages. Uh, since they're kind of like a post to look a little rough and tumble, if I make mistakes, it won't matter that much. It's the fact that I actually did the costume. So that's something I still need to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marceline the Vampire Queen is on my list from Adventure Time. Oh, okay. Because uh, cool. I love her. I love her mm -hmm. so much. And there's this really cute fan art that I found <laughs> on the internet of her mm -hmm. in this really awesome, like, rockabilly kind of <coughs> outfit with, like, capris and a little bandana on her head. And, and uh, I, I kind of want to do that version because I think it would be fun. I'd have to body paint myself mm -hmm. gray, which that'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. Know how to use an airbrush? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh you're gonna, gonna learn, learn now. You're nice. gonna learn now. Um, nice. That's but that's a, a plan that I would I would like to do that at some point. Um, there's so many things. Long story oh, yeah. short, so many costumes, costumes, not enough time. So little time. Mm -hmm. As always. Mm -hmm. um, and who knows what the plan that we have right now? Who knows? Oh, yeah. A month before mm -hmm. WonderCon. I may have I may have a whole different thing I want to do. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I may see, or we might not make anything new and we might just, just go with fix what we up have. what we already got. Yeah. That's one thing I kind of have to do. I've been, I have such terrible costume ADD mm -hmm. where it's, I'll start a costume, yeah. get get it out really quickly. I mean, I, I try to be as uh, try to do it as best as I can, but then I have to do some I have to do some quick things and just make sure it gets out onto the con floor and I say, "Oh, well, I'll fix it up." And then you, and then yeah, I never do. I just move on to the next costume. Mm -hmm. I really want to take some time to fix up the costumes that I have, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's something that everybody that does cosplay kind of has to do. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> Scott has a saying: mm -hmm. task at hand. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And trying to stick to it. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to start going. But this would be great fabric. But the other thing I'm thinking of, but that other <laughs> thing I want to upgrade. I don't know. How much money do you have? How much time do you have? And stop right. and breathe. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's hard. <laughs> it is. It is hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, where can people find you online? Facebook, blogs. Oh, yeah. we're we're both on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, regular names. Regular yeah. names. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're not we're not fancy. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have uh, I've got two blogs on Tumblr. One is for like my work, mm -hmm. which is uh, Fem Nerd Creations, but but uh, my like blog blog 
uh, it, which is just my sort of like my everyday fandom blog, yeah. is a uh, it's called Feminerdity, and it's a tum- it's a Tumblr. Mm-hmm. So Feminerdity, F E M I N E R D I T Y. Feminerdity. Love it. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> my my uh, Tumblr is not as imaginative. It's just the Spider Sam. Yeah. uh, As a high school, college, I've always been Spider Sam, Mm -hmm. just because Spider Man, Sam, it it rhymes, kind of. You know, (laughs) it's an easy, it's an easy swap out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Spider Sam, because Spider Sam was taken, so I, I took, (laughs) I took a note from Bat, from the Batman, and just said the Spider Sam, because I'm the Spider Sam. It's true. The one only. The artist formerly known as the (laughs) The Spider Spider Sam. Sam. So that's just on Tumblr, and it's just, it's a blog that I have of just random, sometimes pictures of my cosplay, sometimes funny things I find on the internet, mm-hmm. and really it's nothing special. Uh, you can ask me questions. Yeah. Uh, if you, I do somewhat kind of commissions, especially on puppet. I do, I do my own little hand, hand puppet, uh, hero, hero puppets, uh, just for funsies. Uh, and then once in a while, some costuming commissions, but I'm still very... Very new. If you want a cape or if you a shirt, so it it really depends on the mat- if I feel like I am capable mm-hmm. of doing something, then I'll do it for as best as I can. But if something completely out of my league, and I know what's out of my league, right. I'll yeah. I'll recommend somebody. Like I know so many people that actually know their stuff. So if you have a question or uh, want to know where to get something, then more or less I can probably point you in the right direction. Sure. Or if I can't do it myself, mm-hmm. yeah. So. I always like being asked stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. helpful. We, mm-hmm. we like to help. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's the one thing I also love about the community of cosplayers is just more or less nowadays, people are more open mm-hmm. to how they make stuff. Mm-hmm. Before, it was kind of being very secretive. You had to be, you had to keep stuff to yourself because you wanted to be special, I guess, or I, I, don't, I don't know. But more or less, uh, nowadays, people are more open. They're like, oh, I made it this way. I made it, or I... Did this way or I had this this material, this material. Right. And so it's very it's a very nice community to be a part of. I'm also on uh, League of Heroes, which is a costuming superhero forum. There's also the superhero costuming forum. <laughs> um, obvious what goes on there mm-hmm. that I love strolling around because people are always posting what they're working on or how they're making something. There are actually a lot of good tutorials on the superhero costuming forum on how to make things from boots to swords to leather working helmets helmets i I learned how to make my first helmet through the superhero costuming forum so highly recommend that forum it's part of the yuku y-u-k-u forum site actually i don't really know how message boards yeah yeah how how message boards kind of work but i I go to them all the time whenever i have a question or something i'll post the full link all these links on uh, the post when this goes up so not a problem okay um pretty much that's pretty much let's name off our costumes that we've done oh my goodness Mm -hmm. really yeah oh man Mm -hmm. uh well that i've made personally or just that i have just that you've had or had that i okay or have and had okay uh alice from alice in wonderland um peter pan uh supergirl justice league unlimited blue suited supergirl wasp black canary uh ricky barnes nomad um Oh, God, help me. Rocket, Merida, 
uh, my Hogwarts uniform, <laughs> um, my original steampunk costume, my general Renfair stuff, um, Lady Mechanica, which I'll probably never wear again. <laughs> Sad but true. Um, then Peter Pan. I've said Peter Pan. Oh, okay. I've got two versions of Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. uh, an original version that a friend helped me make, and then mm -hmm. um, the Disney one that I, I bought the shirt off someone, and I need to cinch it in so it fits better. Um, I've got... I've... I've got a G.I. Joe costume that Kelly <laughs> gave me because uh, he's like, here, just take it. It's in mm -hmm. the closet. Just take it. And it's uh, I f always forget the character's name, but she's a villain. She's got a pink Scar mohawk. Not uh, Scarlet. No. Not she Lady. Has, no, no. She has a brother. Oh, oh, she must be the, is she the sister of Zartan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, was supposed to, I also have parts from he's Zartan. He's got parts of Zartan, but... and then I've got, <laughs> so I've got her. <laughs> I've never worn it, but I've got it. Um... <laughs> Is that it? I feel like that's it. I feel like I had more, but maybe, maybe I don't. That that's a lot. That's that, a lot. That is a lot. Oh, I know. God, I had, <laughs> I had more. Hmm. Mine are okay. What I have currently. Oh, Hawkman. Oh, totally yeah. forgot about Hawkman. Hawkman. That's mm -hmm. right. Our gender bend characters for you know, the uh, for the gender bend Justice League mm -hmm. that uh, we did with uh with. Kit Quinn and Tallest mm -hmm. Silver. It's a that group exploded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. premiered at WonderCon. The first year we went, mm -hmm. I think, 2011. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2011. Mm -hmm. And it just took the internet by storm. And then mm -hmm. we were just like, man, <laughs> way to go, friends. You guys mm -hmm. are awesome. And then they just happened to be like, oh, hey, so we want to expand the Justice League. And <laughs> mm -hmm. we were wondering if you guys were interested. And, of course, internally we were, like, freaking yeah, sure. out. But mm -hmm. on the outside we are like, sure, we could probably swing that for you. Mm -hmm. We don't, Yeah. Be great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she was Hawk Ma'am and I was Hawk Guy, yes. which was a male version of Hawk Girl. Uh, and I was the female version of Hawk Man. Man. Mm -hmm. And I had that lovely yellow cross. Mm -hmm. Yep, nothing mm -hmm. but the yellow cross, which I lovingly refer to as my boob holster. <laughs> yes, definitely working the power of the underboob with that <laughs> costume. Mm -hmm. But now that's it. Mm -hmm. Now that's all that I've got. Uh, for me, uh, list off. I, uh, a lot of these have just been sold or scrapped for parts, it just <laughs> or uh, for money. But it go, it would go Batman. I've had three different versions of Batman. Mm -hmm. uh, the one I have currently was made by Kelly DeCambry, mm -hmm. and I love it to death. It's mm -hmm. like my, it's like the costume that I love of his, and that as a kid I always wanted it, mm -hmm. and now I have it. Uh, but I have Batman. Superman, Captain Marvel Jr., Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, uh, Darkwing Duck, mm -hmm. uh, Steampunk, uh, Demolitions Expert, Captain Hawk, America, Captain America, which is now mine, <laughs> Bucky, Namor, Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Did you say Spider-Man yet? I did. Uh, Rocketeer. Yes. Uh, Ash from Evil Dead. Captain Mal. Captain Mal. Uh, Your Hogwarts uniform. Mm -hmm. Aquaman. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's almost twenty costumes. Oh, is it? Oh, I wow. didn't. I didn't. Even, I didn't really even count. Uh, Guy Garter. Guy Garter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Doom. Okay. That's right. Yeah, I did a Doctor Doom for one year, That's and then pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> it was heavy as hell. It was and, a one night thing. Yeah, I just, uh, it, and that was my days where I I'll dress as anything that mm -hmm. like interested me for a second, mm -hmm. and then later on I just thought, eh, no, uh, so I resold it. 
Uh, I forgot about that. I'm trying to think. I think that's it. And Ant Man. Ant How count? Over twenty. Good yeah. God! Uh, I thought I had a lot. Mm -hmm. I think you guys, you guys about. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, I don't know if that's a, that's a thing you should really be attaining for. Mm -hmm. but. Oh no, no, no! It's this is just what happens. Yeah. Uh, oh, Green Green Arrow. Green Arrow. That's did, right. Because to go with my did, black canary. Mm -hmm. awesome. I did. I did, and I did Golden Age Green Arrow, mm -hmm. which nice. was basically it was basically Batman light, but you know it was mm -hmm. pretty basically Robin Hood. You know, just the mm -hmm. green tunic. Red and uh, red gloves and boots mm -hmm. and so, but I had fun with it. I actually still have it and mm -hmm. with the boxing fun. glove arrow. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm a fan of Aquaman, so I did an Aquaman costume and I premiered it at Comic Con 2000. I think it, was, it may have been 2009 or 2010. 2009, because 2010 is when you took me. Okay, okay, so 2009. That means Guy Garter was then 2008. Okay. Uh, so, but anyways, uh, so I did. I premiered it at Comic Con. Did the masquerade. Won best hero. Wow. Yeah. Uh, came in on a skateboard uh, that I made have a wave, and mm -hmm. so just I'm, I'm sir. I'm Aquaman surfing, and so <laughs> people got a kick out of it. It was pretty mm -hmm. fun. I twirled my. It's on YouTube somewhere. Uh, but you know, it got good press. Uh, also, premiere uh, was in. You can find me. Somewhere on Tumblr as Sexy Aquaman. <laughs> I sent this off awesome. to uh, Wizard when they were still doing their Halloween special, you know, mm -hmm. costume contest. I won second place, wow. uh, but was deemed forever Sexy Aquaman. Because mm -hmm. what I did, it was a joke. Because I sent them multiple pictures of me in my Aquaman costume. But just to get noticed, I sent them one picture where I'm, I took some pictures on the beach, you know, I'm being mm -hmm. regal Aquaman, I had a trident, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm like looking far off mm -hmm. and being all regal as Aquaman. But then I, as a fun haha, I, I splayed myself out on the beach. Mm -hmm. Very and pin up. Very pin up. And kind of, I think I even did like a little, you uh, did little, little, little finger to the mouth. Little coy finger to mm -hmm. the, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, being very, you know, playful, looking away from the camera like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and so I took that picture and sent that in. And that's the picture that they used yeah. for the magazine. Yeah, they there ran you it. Um, and deemed me sexy Aquaman. So that, <laughs> that was very, that was, that was a kick. That was mm -hmm. fun. So what was the mishap? With but this okay, so the mishap was so then I decided, you know what, I need some funds for. I don't even remember. I think it was for Spider Man. I was actually trying to raise up funds for a Spider Man costume. A new one. Yeah. A new one. And so I, it was during Halloween, and I put it on eBay. I didn't expect to get. I actually I didn't really expect to sell it because who wants an Aquaman costume besides me? Uh, but I got a bid on it, and uh, the person that bought it had a screen name, and you know on eBay. You know, people can have screen names. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of anything of it. But the guy's name who bought it was Juicy DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been my first clue. Okay. You can probably tell where this is going. Okay. But uh, so right. his name was Juicy DVDs. <laughs> and he bought it. I don't know. Whatever. It's Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, at first he didn't. Uh, uh, I was going to sell the Trident with it. But I need I need extra money for the shipping. He goes, you know, I could just pick up the stuff, and I go, okay. So he uh, so I gave him the address. By the way, kids, don't give your address out to people off the internet. You know, it's just it's not a good idea. It's not safe. It's not safe. Luckily, it worked out for me, anyways. But uh, he came by, um, you know, it was really uh, he brought his girlfriend or something, and seemed normal enough. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but you know, they all do. <laughs> 
but he came by. He looked normal enough. Um, was really stoked to have the Aquaman costume. He mm -hmm. loved the trident. Mm -hmm. He saw the details. I did every scale by hand. You know, mm -hmm. cut them out and, mm -hmm. and attached them to the suit. You know, it was, it was one of my better costumes. I, I really enjoyed it. Kind of felt bad selling it, but I thought, you know, I, I made it so I can make another one if I wanted to. Probably won't ever again because mm -hmm. it was a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. But so he enjoyed it. Went on his way. I go, cool. I sold an Aquaman costume. I think it was like for 400 bucks. Okay. About, I want to say, a few months a few later. Months later mm -hmm. I'm just doing my own thing. But then a friend of mine off of League of Heroes messaged me saying, Hey, whatever happened to your uh, Aquaman costume? <laughs> and you know, I, I said, well, you know, I, I sold it off eBay uh, during Halloween. Uh, why, do you need one or something? He goes, No. You should probably take a look at this Justice League porn, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, what? <laughs> uh, for one thing, I didn't even know they were making Justice League porn. <laughs> you know, besides the regular porn, I didn't know there was a theme now, but apparently there oh, are. Yeah, it's all the rage, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's tons of I was still, I was still an innocent boy, you guys. <laughs> I was still, I was still, you know, a very impressionable young man. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it says you should check out this uh, this Justice League porn, and he sent me a leaf or uh, link to an article, not to an, the porn. Yeah, to an article, to an article. They hadn't like released anything yet, except for like a trailer. Uh -huh. Porns have trailers now. Who knew? Yeah, I know. Who knew? And um, also a picture of the full cast yeah. standing in formation mm -hmm. in uh -huh. superhero formation. Uh -huh. And so I click on a link. <laughs> And sure enough, there's my Aquaman costume <laughs> with trident, with boots, everything I made, nothing deviated. Uh -huh. And there's this guy holding his holding his trident with the whole cast of the Justice League porn. And it's my costume. And is this the guy you sold it to? No, this okay. wasn't the guy I sold it to. Uh, I, I was actually a little scared for the guy who bought the suit because he was a little portly. I wasn't even sure if it fit him. Uh, but no, it was a better look. At, it was a pretty good looking Aquaman, if I do say so. Shape. He was in good shape. Good he had the blonde shape. hair. Wow. He had the, had the you know the chiseled the jaw. Chiseled jaw wow. You know, as wow. as as a porn stars go, he was no slouch, if I do say so myself. He's not, yeah, he's not Evan. You know, Crow Magna Man and mm -hmm. Evan Stone. Don't but, ask me how I know. But just, but he was he in was the porn. But yeah. but actually, Evan Stone was in the porn. Yes, he but was. he was Batman. Yeah. Wait. Yes, because it was. Justice League, that's right. Now I haven't seen the porn, though just for I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. no, don't get me wrong. I'm curious how he, Aquaman gets out of the costume, if he even gets out of it, because knowing from making it, that thing is a pain in the butt to get into mm -hmm. and is hard to get out of. Called editing. Right, editing. Yeah. So I, I'm curious or what <laughs> What's the situation that someone wants to have sex with Aquaman? <laughs> <laughs> you said all of a sudden defending him. I know, but I was like, who would ever want to sleep with Aquaman? <laughs> well, I would just like to see that setup, though. Yeah, was like, she in a pool? What, uh, was she hanging what out was, on the beach? What was the situation leading was up? Was she a lifeguard? Okay, yeah. Dude, dude, she's at the beach. She was uh -huh. about to get attacked by Jaws. He mm. stops Jaws from eating her. Oh, guess thank what? She's you, Aquaman. Just, <laughs> take so, me. You're so ripped. Oh. Uh, <laughs> underneath all these scales. Underneath all these scales. Um, no, but and then in the trailer, you know, you see him, you know, actually the trailer looks pretty legit. It kind of looks like an actual oh uh, Justice League yeah, movie. Of course they don't include and any you have, sex. You have, you know, they don't include any sex, sure, but you sure. have, 
you know, these guys in superhero costumes. Right. You know, they're pretty legit costumes. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty interesting. Uh -huh. But, you know, they have this very regal look to them. Yeah. You know, uh, there's this one scene where they're all around the Justice League table, and Aquaman does this whole pounding his fist on the table, you know, looking very I think he points stern. at Wonder Woman. He's like, mm, and I don't Wonder know what, Woman. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, know, about, yeah, I don't know what that scene's if they, about. But. If they built a Hall of Justice, then you know what? My hat's off to him. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. You know. But anyway, so yeah, my <laughs> Aquaman costume that I, long story short, my Aquaman costume that I spent about, I would say about two months creating. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you know, it spanned out, yeah. you know, hours and hours, but uh, two months making... Uh, you know, blood, sweat, and tears went into it. It's forever in a porno. You know? Forever immortalized. Immortalized, in yeah. A, in a porn. Which I guess you can take good as good bad. good or bad. You know, I'm kind of actually a little bit flattered, I guess. You know? <laughs> I'm glad it's IMDb, though. Yeah. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Might be a little... Funny. No, no, no. I, I don't think I want to be credited whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it just a little, you know, my own personal, you know. My costume, I'm, I'm a porno costume designer, I guess, in a way. Having, having approached very um, recreation, screen-accurate costumes like Mal, uh, Hunger Games, versus doing comic book characters um, where you're, you have freedom to interpret that character in a certain way because it's from a drawing, mm -hmm. do you prefer that to have that freedom of interpretation or do you prefer to absolutely recreate something that was in the real world? Let me go first. Or you go first. It's it's whatever. You can go first. I would say, personally, I've never considered myself much of a designer, uh -huh. so I actually like the structure of something screen accurate. Mm -hmm. Actually, taking that one thing that me. I mean, we discussed how you know certain things look differently in mm -hmm. certain scenes or whatever, but there is more or less that one thing you can focus on and try to recreate that. Mm -hmm. And not being a designer. I can I feel like there's more structure in that, and I can mm -hmm. actually take one piece at a time mm -hmm. and figure it out, you know, piece by piece. Mm -hmm. While with a comic book, uh, you know, I do have to try to design more, take something that I like. You know, it, there is more freedom, but at the same time, there's a little bit more research I feel like I need to go into, or there's more things I have to think about that what way would work better uh, in a comic book version, but working with like an actual screen thing that I can see, you know, they already, they already mm -hmm. did all the research of how it moves or mm -hmm. how it's supposed to look. So personally, I like the more structured way of making a screen accurate costume mm -hmm. than taking my own liberties with a comic version. I love the comics. And I love making those costumes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I always second guess myself what if this doesn't work mm -hmm. i want to try new things but at the same time i don't want to make mistakes mm -hmm. i don't want to go back after taking like two hours or a whole day trying to do one thing because i think it'll work because mm -hmm. it looks like what it would do in the comic mm -hmm. but it ends up not doing it mm -hmm. and so that that's like the biggest fear that i have you know tr working so hard on one thing and then not working out. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, we have, uh, a lot of people have that kind of fear. And sometimes you have to muscle through it mm -hmm. and just do it. Mm -hmm. I tend not to, is, <laughs> I guess what is what I'm saying. Nice. But, uh, but, but at the same time, you know, you can try. But, um, mm -hmm. I'm the opposite. I actually kind of like uh, costume. I like doing comic book stuff more. That's why and you're a designer. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. a little more of a, and I wouldn't say I'm like a designer designer, but mm -hmm. I'm a little more of a designer just because, um, I like that. I like the challenge of that. And also, mm -hmm. uh, being a, a theater 
person, uh, I, I can actually kind of look at stuff that's not very detailed and go, well, if it lays this way mm -hmm. or it's or if the light hits it this way, mm -hmm. then it's probably made out of this. Yeah, um, like with uh, with Merida, you know, it's hard to tell what that fabric is. It's probably something like I don't know, like maybe like a wool or a velvet or something. Mm -hmm. But um, but uh, the fabric that I found was kind of like if linen and velvet had a baby. That was the fa and that was what I wanted. That was the fabric I wanted. And so, um, being a, a little bit more of a designer, I'm able to make that sort of judgment call. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, you know, and also with uh, comic book stuff like Ricky Barnes, I didn't make that costume, but I knew looking at her jacket that it was going to be more of more of a canvasy feel instead mm -hmm. of something velvet or something spandex or, or leather or we, leather we, we didn't want we knew no, from the we very did, beginning yeah, we, we knew very leather. yeah mm -hmm. and it just it doesn't lay like leather it doesn't wrinkle like leather mm -hmm. so um so i like going off of comic book stuff more and uh one thing i use to aid me in doing my com my comic book stuff is uh fan art mm -hmm. i use a lot of fan art because mm -hmm. um sometimes the fan art can give you a little more detail or it, it can just put its own detail into uh, the costume than the actual art within the comic. Mm -hmm. And then you start getting ideas of like, oh, well, they kind of put this sort of meshy feel on this part of the costume. So maybe I can get like a jersey fabric and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And uh, also I like to look at other... I like to look at other cosplays mm -hmm. a lot of the time because uh, I can look at things and be like, well, I don't know if I want to make it out of that or, oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll take just this little part of it and then combine what I want to do uh, originally and then kind of make my own thing. That's uh, that's what I like to do. Screen accurate stuff is um, it's fun, but it's... Restricting? It's restricting <laughs> a little bit, yeah, but it's... um. But it's also kind of like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. like, that's uh, what I like about and it. And that's fun too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like uh, go, be, uh, getting my theater degree and going to makeup school mm -hmm. has completely ruined the mm -hmm. way I watch television yeah. and movies. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's completely ruined it because now I'm if I'm not picking apart the makeup, I'm looking at the costumes mm -hmm. and I'm going, I know exactly I. what that's made of. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And uh, it's hard to just sit and enjoy a show anymore. Mm -hmm. But... Um, it is fun though. It's like a puzzle, and you put it together. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I, I uh, guess I, overall, I like comic book uh, costumes. And, so that, and that's what I like about you know screen accuracy. You know, you can take that. There's a kind of a set puzzle piece that mm -hmm. you can make it out of, or you know, experiment a little bit with uh, doing it through pictures or through a comic book. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really don't know. I mean, you can. I mean, I'll, I also whenever I try to do comic book costumes i do search other people's cosplay see how they did it mm -hmm. so i can see more or less uh how they went about it and if i want to go that same route but just taking just the picture it gets a little frustrating when you could do you could it could be anything i mean mm -hmm. you could do all sorts of things to create that but what's the right way is mm -hmm. what you got to ask yourself but there mm -hmm. is no right way mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. there's no so, right way when it comes to art mm -hmm. oh as, as it were that's deep
Oh, was it? <laughs> oh, we're getting real up in here. <laughs> have, we, have we just christened cosplay as art? Ooh. I think it could be considered mm-hmm. an art. Well, I mean, co- costuming well, costume costume design. design is an art, and yeah. this is just an extension of it, so mm-hmm. of course. Um, what is your favorite material to work with? Like like fabric-wise? or yeah, fabric, or whether it's not even a fabric, you know, in terms of making um, yeah, mm-hmm. props or, or costume. Mm-hmm. Um, I love working with felt so much. Felt I mean, you is can't, so good. you can't, I mean, in the costuming community, there's really not a lot you can use felt for mm-hmm. because yeah. it's, it's, it is a kid's craft. Yeah. I mean, but I love using uh, felt just to make a pattern mm-hmm. or because it doesn't fray, yeah. you can stretch it to certain degrees. Right. Um, and so it actually works a lot with patterns because you need that, just that little extra mm-hmm. inch or something. Mm-hmm. You can stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love using felt just for, for crafts and stuff that I, I, I like. I mean, I make them mostly out of my pup. I make puppets out of felt, and it's just it's fun to use. And um, for costume wise, I love anything cotton. You know, mm-hmm. it some wool, but wool's expensive. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. um, stuff that doesn't fray too much is always mm-hmm. nice. A lot of stuff that I use, I wouldn't say I love using it. It's just whatever's at hand and what's cost effective mm-hmm. like i would love to do something out of leather or uh, some kind of pleather but most of the time i have to always go to vinyl because mm-hmm. that's what's available and that's what's kind of cheap mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I, I i use that a lot uh vinyl wise but it's really hard to work with sometimes because my sewing machine eats it or just won't hold on to it and so that that's a whole nother can of worms um but yeah, I would say felt and anything cotton. Mm-hmm. Poplin's pretty. Uh, Poplin's pretty uh, See, useful. I'm not a fan of Poplin. Not a fan of Poplin. No, mm. <laughs> not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that serger though. Mm-hmm. Oh, that serger was <laughs> the greatest gift ever. Like, um, uh, when I made my Squirrel Girl uh, leotard, I used a serger in the costume shop at school, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is the greatest invention of all time. Mm-hmm. I want one of these." Mm-hmm. And so I was like. The, when people would ask me, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, oh, I, I'm just wondering if maybe the family could, like, donate to the Serger Fund. <laughs> and and so that's kind of what they did. They Everybody just kind of gave me money. And then we go and visit my grandma in Duncan, Oklahoma. And and she's all like, well, what were you hoping to get for Christmas this year? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, I was uh, I got money so I'm, to get a Serger, so I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. And she goes, hold on a minute. And she goes in her bedroom and she pulls a Serger out of her closet. Like Mary Poppins. Like Mary effing Poppins. <laughs> and she just sets it out, and it's a home surgery. You know, it's not a giant industrial surgery like mm-hmm. in the costume shop, but it's like one of those little home surgeries. She mm-hmm. goes, you can just take this. I've only used it once. I can't really, you know, see how to use it anymore. My mm-hmm. eyesight's gone. You want it? I was like, mm-hmm. um, yes. So we shipped it mm-hmm. to ourselves, and now we have a surgery, and it's the best mm-hmm. thing That's kind ever. handy. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I actually want to take... I've, I've uh, used a serger at class once in a while, but I would like to take an actual class mm-hmm. because I feel like there's so much more we could be doing yeah. with it that I'm not sure what the first rule is with the serger. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. hopefully I'm, I plan to take a, ser- a right. surging class. The only thing we've really used it for is just to finish off the edges of things to mm-hmm. keep them from unraveling. And mm-hmm. like that's been, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's been, been brilliant. Very it's been super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I, I made a fire dress... Uh, a Katniss fire dress from Hunger Games. It was based on uh, the book's description of it. I designed it for a friend of mine. And we used that serger for the whole thing. Hmm. It was made up of these individual uh, diamonds that were made of 
like one diamond was made out of three layers of fabric surged together and then mm -hmm. hand sewn to the base dress. That's mm -hmm. the way we made it. And that serger came in handy and it was just, oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> I love that thing. I, I want to like bake it a cake <laughs> and say thank you to it all the time. Very temperamental, though. It is a little bit, yeah. Mm. It likes to do its own thing. It's kind of funny how you give personalities to your tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like our sewing machines, our surgery, <laughs> our, our, our scissors, you know. Mm -hmm. They have their own personalities because they'll work. Or they won't work if we're working them, working with them too long. Yeah. They'll want to break when yeah. we don't want to break. They kind of give out. Yeah. yeah. But then they'll fix. They'll fix themselves. They like, do. It's really. It's the weirdest thing. I have had my sewing machine break on me, and the night I'm working on something, it will not. I can't fix it. There's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. So I, there's nothing to do. So I go to bed, even though it's like five in the morning. And I still want to work. <laughs> uh, wake up the next afternoon because because you know it's. Uh, no, you've been up too late. I've been up too late. I go back to the, to the sewing machine and think, okay, I don't really don't want to take this to a shop and get it fixed. Can I, maybe I missed something. So I, I close back up. It's working fine now. Yeah, and so there's I, like I, nothing wrong with mm -hmm. it. So it really, your sewing machines, I don't know if anybody else out there has realized this, but the sewing machines are alive. They're conscious. <laughs> they have a mind of their own. They, they want to ruin our cosplay. <laughs> or a, help us, depending. Yeah. There's a great line in uh, Red Dwarf. If you've ever seen Red Dwarf, where uh, Crichton, the mechanoid who does all the chores on the ship, uh, is telling something to Lister, and uh, he he refers to um, I think it's the washing machine or the dryer, <laughs> and he's like, oh, and you know, the other day I was talking to with some name like Bob or Frank. I'm gonna say yeah. Frank. Oh, and, 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 and Frank, the washing machine, and then Lister goes, what? And he goes, oh, well, yeah, you know, I find he works better with an identity. <laughs> 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 I always thought that was funny. Um, it's true though. Yeah. They oh, they do what they want. Mm -hmm. The serger right now is out of the serger broke itself. Mm. I think it got mad at me. <laughs> uh, like one of the needles just completely snapped in half. I don't even know. I don't even know what I did. Mm. I was I, I was surging something. I think what happened mm -hmm. was that I was sur I was running the fabric through the machine, and sergers have like that little blade that cuts off the excess, so you get a nice even edge with the stitches mm -hmm. and I think the blade cut the fabric and somehow the fabric that got cut funneled itself back into the machine and mm -hmm. it was just too much to surge like the excess that got funneled back in and the fabric together mm -hmm. and it just psh, snapped mm -hmm. and so now I have to fix it mm -hmm. but I think I was just mad at it for doing mm -hmm. that to me mm -hmm. that I've just been like fine you sit there mm -hmm. you sit there and you think on about our what, shelf. You, what you did mm -hmm. right right Masquerades versus Hall cosplay, where oh. do you stand? I've done one masquerade and one was enough. I, I did two and yeah, two is enough. I'll, I'll go Hall all the way. Masquerade yeah. is a whole different beast. Uh, it's for different people prefer it. Some people prefer it. Yeah. Other people don't. I'm one of the ones. Well, me and Kelby are both the ones that kind of don't prefer it. Did it. Uh, done. Whatever. I feel like uh, there's a little bit more pressure with a masquerade, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, you have to get something done. Well, you should always want to get something right. done. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know what it is. Uh, well, there's just a it. lot. There's just a lot more pressure with mm -hmm. with a masquerade because there's going to be judges and they're mm -hmm. going to be looking all up in your biz and mm -hmm. and you know if that one thing that you kind of wasn't able, you weren't able to tweak it just right, mm -hmm. that that can completely uh, change the way the judges read it. And mm -hmm. also, it's. It's the pressure to perform in front of a live audience, really, when you go out there. With, mm -hmm. I mean, 
you know, be, being a, someone who's done shows, mm. it shouldn't be that scary for me. But I'm very uh, sort of shy about sharing um, my work with people. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like with a masquerade, my work is is under, under a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. yeah, and so it's just it's just a lot of pressure for me. And maybe maybe I'll do a masquerade again if I feel like I can get past that feeling. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm just once was enough. <laughs> sure, sure. Is there anything else to add to that? Um, and going uh, going to the floor is you know it's all about it's really all about you and just yeah. uh, being happy with yourself, being mm-hmm. happy with your costume. And interacting with the kids, interacting with the other people, or just walking around, mm-hmm. buying whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. there's no pressure whatsoever. I mean, you're there for your con, mm-hmm. and also just add a little atmosphere to the con experience. Mm-hmm. While with a masquerade, you are there to do a job. You are yeah. trying to promote your work. But at the same time, some people don't want to really promote their work. They're kind of just there just to have fun. Mm-hmm. And a little too much pressure kind of takes away from that fun. Yeah. Um, or they really just want to win. Oh, they really yeah, want to win. Too. Maybe they want the prize or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that ribbon, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. But generally speaking, I enjoy the masquerades at, at Gallifrey, but we tend to do them. I think we only competed technically one. Well, okay, we've competed twice. But um, we generally do an exhibition because we're just doing it to have fun, put, mm-hmm. put on a little show and mm-hmm. do that. I do, li- I do yeah, like the I show like the, aspect. The show aspect yeah. of mm-hmm. it is Like the skit. I mean, that fun. goes back yeah. to my to, to theater. I love doing skits. Yeah. I love doing like Saturday Night Live, you know, yeah. bringing two characters together that would never meet yeah. in yeah. real life or uh, in your in actual movies yeah you know i've seen so many of those skits yeah. and they're awesome yeah. now the, those uh. kind of masquerade uh um entries i like those mm-hmm. those are fun but like just the the costume part of it all that i'm gonna walk across this run it's like being a fashion model mm-hmm. pageantry yeah. Yeah. yeah and like that's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. now i'd rather just make a fool out of myself so mm-hmm. that's way easier <laughs> i think <laughs> Well, I, I don't know how much you can compare or how much convention experience you guys have had out of costume in, in comparison to in costume, but I personally have found uh, doing this, um, you know, because there were the times I, I would go to a convention and it was all about the autographs and buying stuff, and it was all about just going to panels, and now that I do it in costume, it's pretty much all about going in costume. I might yeah. get the odd panel, I might buy the odd thing, but that's mm-hmm. so secondary now, and this is my favorite way to attend a convention, not only because I get to interact with fans, but it's allowed me to meet so many cool people like mm-hmm. yourselves or, or Scott or, you know, whatever. And uh, I, I just find it's um, it's just a really cool way to have the whole fan experience. Do you find the same thing? Have you found that it's been a, a, a preferred way to experience a convention? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done both ways. You know, before I did the whole costume thing, I did just the the convention circuit and just went to panels. I never was much for autographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I preferred taking a picture with someone sure. than mm-hmm. taking than getting an autograph. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially nowadays at Comic Con, and you guys spent you got make sure to take five hours out of your day to wait mm-hmm. in line for a certain panel mm-hmm. or something. To me personally, it's not worth it. Yeah. I, I just I can't. I hate lines. Yeah. For I mean I feel like hell. Is like is a continuous line. Yeah, I feel like you go to hell. Nothing bad happens. You're just waiting in line, and you don't know what for. And you torture yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because a line line. is just moving no. For me, moving nowhere is just it's it's torture. There's so many other things to look at downstairs. So many other things to see, Mm -hmm. take in. Mm -hmm. I'm up here waiting in line to see Mm -hmm. something that interests me. 
nonetheless. But and at the same time, it may or may not be rad. Yeah. 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 I mean, more or less, I, the way I look at it sometimes is that more or less what they're showing will make it to TV or will, it will be in theaters. Yeah. I will see it sooner or later. Or online. Or online. Yeah. Definitely online. Although YouTube's getting better at that, which yes, is getting are. harder. But uh, <laughs> or online. I mean, in the, in the old days, yeah, it would be online. You could see it. Nowadays, it's kind of harder. But yeah, you can see it. But there's so much more to see on, uh, on the con floor and just more costumes to see. It always never fails. I will will see costumes at conventions and they're all great. I go back home, look on the internet. There are so many others I didn't get to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that I would have loved to see. Would have loved mm -hmm. to uh, say hello, see how they did it, or ask mm -hmm. them. Just give them, you know, their, uh, give them a handshake and say great job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, no, no matter what, there's always not enough time at a con. So I'd rather yeah. be spending it on the floor, meeting people, just seeing stuff, mm -hmm. buying comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merchandise. Merchandise. I'm really into the the prints. I like I like to buy oh, yeah. all the fan art. That's mm -hmm. my thing. Mm -hmm. But but definitely going in costume above. Mm -hmm. uh, I always feel oh, yeah. I always feel like crazy naked when I'm not in a costume. I'm like <laughs> I shouldn't be here right now. I'm I'm not wearing I do my have, uniform. You know. I do have one rule. I tend to take one day, yeah. especially for a con. I mean, for Gallifrey, I feel like. You can do con uh, in costume all days. Yeah. But for like Comic-Con, San Diego, or WonderCon, I always make it a rule. I have to have one day where I'm not in costume. Where you're civilian. Or civilian. <laughs> or, or even cus or comfortable costume. Yeah, like I like consider Mal, Mal a comfortable costume where I can walk around. I have pockets. I can keep a wallet in yeah. and buy some stuff. And people are okay with me holding a bag mm -hmm. full of merch, mm -hmm. er, yeah. merch, sorry, uh, and walking around, I can put it down and take a picture. But more or less, I like to spend it not in costume and actually look around, buy some stuff. Because when you're in costume... You get stopped. Yeah, you mm -hmm. get stopped. Yeah. It's a little harder. And depending on what you have on, you don't want to get too crowded because mm -hmm. then something right. rips, something gets smudged. Not Snagged, saying whatever. not saying that people at cons are dirty or anything like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just never know. And and so you know, gotta have one day out of costume where it's just about the merchandise, I guess. Right, or, and we mm -hmm. usually pick like last day of con. Yeah. to do to do that kind. Of that's thing. when all the sales are going on. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally hear you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat sometimes. Where I'm like, I gotta get out of this costume so I can actually get somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> look at stuff. <laughs> um. Just be happy with yourself. Be happy with yourself. Be ex. I, I, Bill and Ted, be excellent. <laughs> Excelsior. Excelsior. Adian, Don't be a douchebag. Don't be. There we go. That's what we have to There's say. There's our from final it. thought. Don't, Don't be, be a, a douchebag. Douche <laughs> Moses came down from the heavens and on his stone tablets it said, Thou shalt not, not be, be a, a douchebag douche to mm. other cosplayers or anybody. And on that note, um, <laughs> we'll be wrapping up. So thank you again for being on. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. It was fun. We don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> We're mostly in our rooms just sewing or doing research on other costumes, you know? So or it's yelling nice. yelling at each other. Or yelling, yeah, we hate each other, really. Oh my god, why would you say something like that? Okay, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I love this. Lady. Now tell me how you really feel. No. The, sudden, the sudden kitchen sink drama. <laughs> Somebody's walking home. Oh. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you again. Um, and we'll be back with more Costume Shop Talk here at Costume Station Zero.